the Serious Talk Podcast, your source for all things archery. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Serious Talk Podcast brought to you by Serious Archery Products and Toughhead Broadheads. I'm your host, Connor Akers. So today you've got myself and Seth Poston. Howdy. And we, we also have the one and only Mike B from Last Minute Hunting and Fishing. How you doing, Mike? I'm very good now. <laughs> Mike, how do you pronounce your last name? We didn't even try to no. <laughs> try it. Oh, uh, it's it's pronounced Belfay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So Seth and I are big fans of last minute hunting and fishing. Um, you see all the different hunts we do with um, Sirius TV, and quite a few of those we found through last minute hunting and fishing. It's um, why don't you just give us a quick rundown of what it is, and then we can go into further detail. Uh, well, basically, it's a clearinghouse for hunting and fishing trips and now outdoor adventures as well. Um, outfitters from time to time, they get cancellations or specials they want to promote. And uh, it all started back in 2006 when uh, we as outfitters, we had some cancellations due to things like Katrina and 9-11 and no way to fill them. So we did our research and we found that there was really nobody else doing what we we're doing. Um the difference between us and a broker is that a broker sells, you know, he sells uh, trips on a one-on-one basis, and we just uh, we get an outfit on our site, and he's there for the whole year, and we we uh, we post as many as he wishes. I tell you, you've helped us immensely with our hunts, um, just from the standpoint of we call up and say, "Hey, we need this type of hunt." Mike, what do you got? I mean, he has everything on. Has there. everything, or you know, and you you've worked with these outfitters enough that. You know some of them that are, are really good to work with, and you've put us on some some great people. Long Lake Adventures last year for bear hunting that was a that was a fantastic hunt, and we've got uh, one we've got ske- two scheduled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have two scheduled for this year that are coming up. One in Saskatchewan, mm-hmm. and then somewhere one else in Ontario. Canada, Ontario, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're pretty fortunate in that, as I said, uh, even the best outfitters get cancellations. We're not uh, replacing young hunters uh, when old hunters retire or pass on. So it's uh, they do get cancellations, and they need to market it, and it's usually last minute. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, a good way to understand this is pretty much when these, hunter, when these outfitters get a cancellation, they post those dates to last minute hunting and fishing, and then people can get on there and normally book that hunt at a discounted rate, right? That's correct, but they don't, do, they don't deal with me. They talk directly to the outfitter which is the difference because the outfitter knows his business hopefully better than anybody else. So you're talking to the owner directly and getting the information right from the horse's mouth. I got you. Do you have, do you have outfitters pretty much everywhere? Um, we, you know, since COVID, we haven't got a lot in uh, Europe or uh, Africa at this point, but that's building back up again because pre-COVID, I mean, we, we had them Australia, New Zealand, all over the place. We still got a few in South America as well. Uh, the bulk of our outfitters are in Canada and the U.S. Yeah. It, and it, thankfully this, so. Because, sorry, go ahead. No, I, th- this has happened to me. It's just a, a prime example. I put down a non-refundable deposit on a hunt and then wound up tearing my bicep tendon two weeks before going. Mm. And a lot of these outfitters, correct me if I'm wrong, but they, they get allotted so many tags per year and they're obligated to those tags. So they purchase yeah, them. Yeah, because if they don't fill them, then they don't get them. That's right. So they 
can take the deposit off of the hunt and make it a really attractive deal for somebody to come and, and fill that tag. That's exactly right. And uh, again, this is for the outfitter. It's not about, you know, dropping your prices down. It, it's about getting more exposure for the outfitter to all of our social media feeds, et cetera, and relationships we have with folks like you. But there are some fantastic discounts out there, especially if deposits have been retained, right? Right. Yeah, I know I get on the website, and it's like a, a Christmas wish list, all the different places. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they've got waterfowl, they've got deer, everything. Yeah, it's funny it goes in the cycle, because right now we're heavy on bear hunts, of course, as we would be. Right. And, of course, fishing's coming up, and then you get into caribou and that sort of thing, and, and then the, the, the elk and the, and the moose ruts and such. So, so it goes, and the whitetails go crazy, too. Oh, of course. I'm waiting for that right muskox hunt to come along. You've been dreaming about that one. Yeah, I, 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 they're tough. These now, with you know, hopefully COVID behind us, uh, these guys are booked two and three years in advance now. Jeez, they want to go to Greenland, but you know that's a bit of a challenge with you know carrying the decoys around. <laughs> I think in Greenland too, uh, it's on a draw. Or it was, but pre-COVID, when I was looking into it, and you most likely would yeah. get a tag every other year you could get drawn your first year but but by the second year typically everybody gets drawn but you have to have somebody put in for you and it's, it's just more difficult than being able to go to yeah. the northwest territories or something like that and there's very few outfitters that offer it i mean it's not like whitetail outfitters is they're all over the place but muskox is pretty specific to you know certain areas and there's not a whole lot of guys doing it makes sense I really want to rent the, uh, I want to go to a, a hunt where you have to rent a suit just so that you stay warm. Because there's, the, the one outfitter that we did talk to that uh, didn't have an opening, he said, oh, there's nothing in the U.S. you guys can buy to stay warm enough. That sounds miserable. <laughs> no. I'm not sure if it's made of seal skin or <laughs> what it's made of, but yeah. he, he said yeah, it's, it's, No, they have all those suits for you. Same thing they wear around when they go sunbathing, I guess, but it's, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go up there in my uh, Spanx. <laughs> he said it's minus 20 and you're on a snowmobile doing 50. Yeah. It's, no, uh, thank you. It's a it's a challenge. Now, they do have fall hunts, too, so it's not so bad. So huh. That wouldn't be bad. That sounds nicer than freezing to death. Take the RV. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the, some of them still use the dog teams, too, to get out to these areas, which would kind of be an experience. That would be really that cool. That would be really cool. Yeah. That'd be really cool. For some. What's the uh, what's the most exotic hunt you think you've ever helped somebody book? Oh, exotic. Well, probably polar bear. Hmm, uh, nice polar cool. bear hunts are few and far between, and uh, the uh, indigenous folks they only get so many tags, and they're it's it's tough to get one. And then they had a ban on ex- exporting it anywhere, so. Yeah. Um, that's, I think that's the challenge that we're facing these days. It's getting tougher and tougher to go hunting. Um, fishing a little less, uh, barriers to entry, but certainly on the hunting side, <laughs> it's getting tougher and tougher. Yeah. So if somebody hunted a polar bear, what would, and they, would they typically have the taxidermy done up there and then have it kept up there and in hopes at some point the regulations were relaxed and they'd be able to bring it back in? You can have replicas made. That is something I, I can speculate on. I know that guys here in Canada do the uh, taxidermy and then, you know, waiting to be able to ship it to wherever it needs to go. So, 
It's uh, interesting. I would probably say polar bear would be, you know, uh, we get everything. You never know. I got a guy in Colorado phone me. He had some cows he wanted harvested. And you come and shoot them because they're rogue cows. He wanted them shot and taken <laughs> care of. So Where was this? Good deal if you look at the price of prime ribs. It's in Colorado. <laughs> Colorado. Interesting. Rogue come cows. on down. Shoot a cow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, that'd make for a funny video. It would. Hunting yeah, road it cows. would be, but I mean, they make for a great dinner because the uh, yeah. prime rib at twenty two ninety five a pound. I mean, it's probably a pretty good deal. That is a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> is that hunt still available? <laughs> yeah, no, it got, it, it's funny enough. It went in like two days, gone. Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, it doesn't shock sure. me at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. Well, one yeah. thing that you have that that I really like and I look forward to is that you have an email service. And it's usually yep. one to two emails every every week with some new wild special that you've got going on. How how many people do you have typically that you're emailing every week? Uh, just over twenty five thousand people. It's it's free to sign up, and basically, and I don't send any other junk with it. Um, you get the specials, and we're doing one every day now, Seth. Sometimes two. Wow. We do one on the fishing side and one on the hunting side. No. Since COVID ended and folks are traveling again, we're uh, we're quite busy. Yeah, I mean they're great just to thumb through. You you can see you know fishing doesn't really appeal to me that much, so I kind of don't really pay too much attention to those. But every one of the hunting catches my my eye, and and you you have a nice format. There's no spam, which is nice. Um, but you no, are try to keep that out. Right, you're on a subscription. Uh, basis with your outfitters, but it doesn't cost anybody anything to sign up, right? Oh, no, not at all. No, not at all. You just go in and uh, sign up, see the specials as soon as we get them. And then, uh, like I said, every day we're doing one. I just sent one out today, hmm. you know, on a Quebec spring bear hunt. I mean, it just come in and some of these, some of these discounts that are being offered, uh, they're, they're fantastic. I mean, $4,000 hunts for 50% off. I mean, that's, and these are good outfitters. Yeah. You know, it's it's guys that, uh, again, through no fault of their own, they get cancellations. And most most outfitters are about 80% booked anyhow for the following year because the easiest way to book somebody is to rebook them. So the other 20%, that's where I come in and other marketing groups come in because that's what they're trying to fill, that other 20%. Well, what's so nice about yours is you're not trying to upsell us on – flights and hotels and whole packages of stuff we don't want. You're just, you're just putting the hunt out there. Well, yeah. And that's, that's kind of the, the focus and what we want to offer is that, and everybody's coming from different spots too. So I can't really say, okay, we're going to deal with Delta. Well, what if you're not coming that way? Kind of thing. Are you coming from Europe? You know, who knows? So that usually, and usually the outfitter can reckon the best recommendation is with the outfitter. Yeah. Well, this is what you should do if you're traveling from here. Yeah. And that's, uh, as they say, when, when you book a trip through us, you're not talking to me, you're talking to the outfitter. That's nice. You don't have to go through someone. Yeah. You can just talk directly to them. No, but they, they know all the different things, too. Uh, they know all the different airlines and how to get to the flights and everything else. So they're the ones with the education. Right, right. So I'm a little curious about the fishing side of things. Um, is that, are most of those typically like a northern fishing? Is it saltwater? What do you normally have on that side? Uh, we have mostly, it would be, uh, uh freshwater fishing. Okay. Uh, we have some outfitters on, uh, on both coasts. 
Uh, I've got a tuna guy in Prince Edward Island and Nova Scotia. We've got uh, freshwater fishing in Northwest Territories. And uh, we've got some operations, too, in, in Minnesota and Ontario, things like that. So it's kind of a mixed bag. But um, Costa Rica, we've got opportunities there. Uh, you know, the Queen Charlottes and British Columbia, Alaska. Okay. Um, so it's kind of across the board. But, yeah, they're, 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 I would say they're probably higher-end fishing trips for the most part. Right. And the hunting side is busier than the, than the fishing side. Of for course. the simple reason, I think, that there's less barriers to entry and fishing right well that's really cool but you have you have other stuff other than uh just hunting and fishing on your website you have you're, you're getting into more recreation stuff too right yeah there's a lot of outfitters have had to diversify since uh since covid and sometimes in some states and provinces and wherever they're cutting back on licenses here or there i know in Newfoundland when they got rid of all the caribou licenses or there's very few left they were augmented with moose tags, and they really didn't want the moose tags because they already had enough moose tags. So they've had to diversify. So they'll do things like, uh, you know, snowmobile trips, uh, all kinds of things like that. Anything really they can do to improve their business. So canoe trips in Northwest Territories, things like that, African photo safari. So there's, there's definitely a market for that stuff. Yeah, the uh, it's just nice, nice to be able to go and look and see, okay, I'm going to be going – to this country, what else is there to do besides just hunting and fishing? Because you may want to take family along, you you know, and, and it looks like you have some outfitters on there that, that kind of do a can do a combination of both. Yes, they do, and that's becoming more and more popular, is that, uh, bring, especially in the, the higher-end fishing resorts. I mean, you can go and, you know, have massages and do whatever you want there, and they, they've got its uh, chefs and world-class wines and the whole shooting match. So, yeah, the wife wants to go. <laughs> or leave the husband at home and go. <laughs> We're getting ready to go down on a trip with one of the people that advertise with you, which is uh, Matt Cates with Triple M. We're going down and doing, oh, yes, doing yes. a monster truck hog hunt of some type. It's a big swamp buggy. And so you, you do have good outfitters. He's a really good one. And um, just you got real quality people. Well, you know, we've been very fortunate in doing it for 17 years now. There's only been a couple of instances over the years that uh, I've had to remove an outfitter. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd say that's pretty good for 17 years. Yeah, that's, that's you know? really good. And most guys are pretty pretty good at what they do. Uh, and I do do my due diligence when somebody signs up because if there's anything bad out there about anybody, it'll be on the Internet. So. <laughs> well, I've got a pretty good idea. I think – Moving forward, if any new outfitters want to come on, you should send me and Seth out there to go check it out. Right. That's a good idea, Connor. <laughs> yeah, I'll get re- Okay, so muskox in a, in a, in a, in a Speedo. <laughs> <laughs> Seth would probably do it at this point. For you. <laughs> I might try it. <laughs> you know, that's the, that's the drawback of this particular job that I took on because I love hunting and fishing. And I get so many invitations to go, and I just don't have the time anymore this is this is really taking off well for it so yeah but i am going to long lake again in a couple of weeks so i'm going to do some snow goose hunting in alberta and it's a great way for me to go and check out the outfitters um you can tell if he's a good outfitter in about 10 minutes in the camp and oh yeah as i said i've been very fortunate to deal with some really good outfitters yeah well that's cool so how can how can people find you if they want to check it out well, the easiest way is just go to our website, which is lastminutehuntingandfishing.com, and uh, 
you're you're going to come up on Google, I think, on page one every time. So, Because, again, we're not brokers. Don't want to be. And uh, the model seems to be working for us, you know. Just yep. let the outfitter do his thing. And and so we uh, we promote the outfitters through our site, and that's that's how they... That's how we do our deal, right? Well, tell Clay when you go up the Long Lake that that we said hello. What a what a beautiful operation they've got up there! Holy cow! Yeah, and that's something else that we're going into as well, uh, guys. Is that we're uh, we're going to be hosting hunts. Okay. Um, we we have these relationships with uh, with all these outfitters, and uh, I'm going to Long Lake, and I'm taking three other individuals with me. And what happens invariably? You go to a place that's good, you're going to book again the next year. So now he's got an opportunity from these three guys that are going to get three more of his friends going in. And the, uh, uh, the whole ripple effect is there. So, but, uh, yeah, I'm fortunate. I do get to go on a few trips each year. So looking forward to that one again. Cool. Cool. Sounds like you got some good stuff coming up. Hopefully. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, Mike, we really appreciate you coming on with us. Um, we love last minute hunting and fishing and hopefully this can bring a few well, more people to much. it. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for coming Very on. Very good. Thanks, Thank Mike. Thank you, guys. Take care. Yep. Bye for now.